0: Dr. Angela Huff is the Interim Director of the Clarksville-Montgomery County School System. Dr. Huff joins Katie and Charlie to talk about her journey that brought her to Clarksville and her evolving role at CMCSS. She also talks about some of the incredible programs currently being offered and what she's looking forward to in this new school year. All in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation.
1: So Dr. Huff, we're, Charlie and I are really excited for you to be here. The timing's so perfect for the school year just starting out. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And please call me Angela. Oh, thank you. You can call me Katie and you can call him whatever. All right, great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's happened before. We're so excited to see you today. And, you know, there's a a lot going on with the school system and school's about to start.
1: That's all anybody's talking about right now.
0: I know, but they're going to have to wait just a minute. Okay. Because we have to learn more about you. Yes. Yes. So... Katie, where you want to well, start? Well, I mean,
2: first of all, are you from Clarksville originally? <laughs> I am not from Clarksville. I was born in Pensacola, Florida. Oh, wow. And uh, my family moved to Nashville, and so that's where I grew up. So I was in Nashville from kindergarten all the way up until I graduated from high school and then transitioned to college in Georgia. Okay. So how long have you been in Clarksville? I have been in Clarksville for three years. Uh, I'm beginning my fourth year. And uh, when I came on board um, in Clarksville, I was hired as the chief of staff. Mm-hmm. And um, and so got to work with executive cabinet members and senior leadership team members, as well as all the school staff to learn a lot about Clarksville uh, prior to taking on this position that I'm currently in. You know,
1: Clarksville, Montgomery County has some of the best schools in the state. Of course, I'm a little partial because, you know, my kids are. So it's it's got to be pretty incredible to come into a role with a school system that's already so successful. Mm -hmm. You know, it's in going, Okay, how am I going to make my niche? How am I going to, you know. Make a difference.
2: Well, what I liked when I first came here, because I, I, um, I've I worked in two former school systems, uh, Gwinnett County Schools, which is the largest school system in Georgia, and Cobb County Schools, the second largest um, mm-hmm. school system in Georgia. And uh, lots of things that were going on there. But what I loved about CMCSS was all the innovation and, um, and the dedication of the staff members and department leaders and principals knowing their work and teachers knowing their work and being so consistent in their practices. Mm -hmm. And so that really intrigued me. And um, that was one of the reasons why I applied for the position to come into uh, Clarksville-Montgomery because of all those things that I was able to see on the the website. And you know that sometimes when you see things on the website, they may not be as true as what you think they they really are. Mm -hmm. But when I got here and was able to work with staff, I got to see that, man, this is an awesome place to be. So, yes.
0: Yeah. When I've been over to central office a couple of times and there are some really magnificent people that mm-hmm. work there. And when you, when you came in, I met you pretty early and yes. um, I just watching you, I, I hate to say this, but grow into that position because you've already done a lot and you're, you're familiar with the job, but you've just grown into it and, and been accepted into the community and you're giving back, your Taking part, you know, leadership, Clarksville, and all these other things, so you're learning more aspects of our community other than just the school system.
2: That is true, and and that you know, living living here in Clarksville as well has really helped that growth uh, in, in the in the area. And so, just being able to visit the schools, see the staff, also being able to be out in the community and meet our external stakeholders uh, over these last three years, having lots of conversations with the mayors and. Um, and also working with other entities within the um, within the county government um, has really helped me to see how Clarksville really works and that's mm-hmm. been an advantage for me and and I'm so excited about this position that I'm in now as the interim director because I got all that experience ahead of time so yeah. it's not like yeah. I'm new coming in and trying to learn mm-hmm. everything now what I'm trying to do is um, make those uh, those relationships that I've already established making those relationships a little bit stronger than they were um, so that we can continue to make uh, the school system what it is yeah. mm-hmm. I
0: definitely think there's a great foundation there for you and the role of chief of staff I mean really That's not an
2: easy role it's
0: not an easy mm-hmm. role because you're pulled in many many directions and then you've got to kind of coordinate all that for the director so being able to do that and to have that institutional knowledge should really be a benefit
2: I sure. believe so, and, and I, I really believe that it's going to help me tremendously mm-hmm. in this in this new role because the chief of staff role, you're working with board members, you're working with the community, you're working with school staff, you're working with the senior leadership team, executive cabinet, um, all of those entities, and you're just kind of working through everyone mm-hmm. and organizing um, all of those, and so that uh, alone has made me feel a lot more comfortable in going into this position as yeah. the interim director. Well, I think it's a good time. To be a part of this community
1: because I mean, we're just really, I mean, yes, we're growing, we've been growing for a while, but I think we're going to see so many positive changes over the next 10 years. With you know, right now, our real estate market's kind of crazy, but with the impact, and there's going to be so many things that are going to be added to our community that hopefully some of these kids that were graduating out of the school system will want to stay here and work and make this their home. So to be a part of that and be it, be innovative enough to be part of something and build something up, right now is the time where that's happening in Clarksville
2: in my opinion. I agree. And with the programs that we have in our high schools, getting our students ready, you know, whatever they want to do, mm-hmm. if it's college or if it's career ready, mm-hmm. um, having those programs to get to get them out into some of those uh, corporations, mm-hmm. those those jobs, so that they feel comfortable in remaining uh, w- within Clarksville. So we, we feel very confident in how we're preparing our students, um, not only um, for those positions, but also ensuring that they have those soft skills mm-hmm. so that they are ready to go into those positions, showing up to work on time. you know, (laughs) being dependable, (laughs) (laughs) how to interview things. (laughs) (laughs) I have one son that can write in cursive and one can't. So, you know, (laughs) it is what it is. (laughs) So it's just, I I really believe that our our programs help to strengthen that in our students and um, to make them really uh, ready for work, workforce ready or college ready, whatever they choose to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But our school district gives them those opportunities so that Mm -hmm. they can um, make that decision as to what's best for them.
0: Well, I've heard both of you. Say the word, innovation. So give us a couple of examples of you know what attracted you, because you said you were attracted by some of the innovation, but some of the programs that you see CMCSS doing, just kind of tell the community what that is.
2: One of the programs is Grow Your Own. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I know you all had Dr. Imperatrice here a while ago to, to talk about the Grow Your Own program. That really impressed me Yes, ma'am. because that's taking people in our community, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a teacher. It could be a bus driver. <clears> it could be <throat> anyone coming into uh, this program, and and um, our staff preparing them to be teachers. Yeah. Um, when I was in uh, the teacher ed program many, many, many years ago, you had um, probably I don't know maybe a semester of student teaching, and then. You You're off to your own classroom. And what we saw in the research is that many of those teachers didn't really last in the profession long. But with this, with the residency program, it's kind of like you know being in a doctor in a medical program, residency program. They have three years mm-hmm. to be able to learn um, how to be an effective teacher. Mm-hmm. And they're also partnered with uh, a master teacher. So that was one of the innovative things that was happening as soon as I got here. Yeah. Because I believe the students that are graduating now, they're, they're in year three of the three-year program. Yeah. Yeah. And so I came three years ago. And so when, when I saw that, I just, I said, I need to be a part of that. I really want to be a part of that. Um, and then the other, uh, um, item that I saw that I felt was innovative was having the one to one technology we had that before we even needed to have it. We need to have it for the pandemic,
1: (laughs) (laughs) right? You know,
2: but we already had that. Our students had laptops. And so I felt like that was innovative. And then much of the work that needs to be done on our our software, on our computers uh, is done in-house. Our technology team handles all of that. Um, So it was just those kinds of things that I saw Mm -hmm. um, that um, this uh, school system was doing seamlessly. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I wanted to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, um, recently I was at the Tennessee department of, uh, workforce, labor and workforce and in a meeting and it was talking about hiring, you know, right. it was just, you know, the, the lack of workers, how do we train workers? And they brought up the grow your own program in there.
1: Now and your wife is a part of that, right? She, she is. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Tracy. And,
0: um, they talked about it, and, and then one of one of their employees stood up and said, you know, we're working with Clarkson-Montgomery County School Systems, and then there was a, another superintendent of schools from another county there saying, hey, we're partnering with them, mm-hmm. and you're getting a national recognition yes, from yes, this sir. program. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people don't see it. You might read something, you know, online or whatever, but they don't really understand the impact that mm-hmm. CMCSS is having, not just in our community, but actually nationally
2: yes it, it was grown here mm-hmm. and and then others got involved and now it's it will more than likely go national I mean we're yeah. just waiting to hear the yeah. news so. now this
1: is probably a stupid question because I really don't know the answer you said that it's a three-year program so some of these graduating now are they going to be employable at that point or
2: Yes, they will okay. be employable. And then after they finish, then we have another group coming. We have several groups okay. uh, uh, coming through. But the, these were our babies. Yeah. Th- these uh-huh. were the initial uh, members of the class. But yes, they will be employable. That's that's it's nice, nice to be able to go through that and then night, have yeah. a job. Oh, yes, yeah. and and I remember when I first got here, we had a signing ceremony, and and uh, mm. and we had over at Austin P. And just seeing those parents. Um, watching their student, their child, just sign, you know, Mm -hmm. that they were going to participate in this. It was kind of like the signing ceremonies that you have for all of our um, – um, athletes. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. It was very much like that, and so parents were so excited because they didn't have to pay tuition, yeah. and it was just a nice time. And I was mm-hmm. wishing at that moment, wow, I wish my kids could go through something like this. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's just remarkable, and 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 having um, staff members um, say this is something that I've really always wanted to do, but life got in the way, mm-hmm. and I was not able to finish school, and being able to help them yeah. to do so. Yeah, I love that. Well, speaking of school, what happened to summer? I don't know. <laughs> I know it went by so quickly, but we are so excited um, for school well, to begin. Us parents are excited for yeah. school to begin too. <laughs> really <We're> excited <laughs> to see faces mm-hmm. and um, to be able to have um, students back in the buildings um, mm-hmm. and to be able just to share all the things that we've learned along the way. But just having them back, um, we are opening up a K twelve virtual uh, school mm-hmm. um, this year, and um, and so. This that will have about 1,100 students in that, um, in that school, and those students had to apply. Um, to participate mm-hmm. uh, in that program so we're excited to have both of those as opportunities for our families
1: and that virtual school from my understanding it is treated just like
2: its own school now yes yes, it has its own Tennessee um, state um, mm-hmm. school number and it will be um, the staff will be housed at the Emanuel Life Center mm. um, and of course you know students will be virtual um, but um, uh, and then uh, in the future we'll have that as a as a building on our campus uh, in the future but but right now, um, we're excited about having that opportunity for our students, and our parents are excited to be able to participate.
0: Can, can those students participate in sports and all that stuff?
2: No, no, they cannot participate in sports. And they, and they knew that ahead of time okay. before, mm-hmm. uh, before applying for the program.
0: Yeah. Oh, so is it already full?
2: Well, she said 1,100 students.
0: I, did, I just didn't know if it was full. As I mean, of did, a board
2: report that was given last night, um, they're still accepting um, up until the first day okay of school okay. this is a ran- another random question but let's say you, okay i'm
1: traditional my kids are very traditional they need social they're they need people but let's say something like horrific happens to someone they're going to be sick for three months can they go virtual i mean is that an option for people to switch it, like if you know you're going to be at, like god forbid these kids get ill with something catastrophic mm-hmm. is that an option for them to stay on top of their studies
2: well, you know, we always look at situations case by case right. and just mm-hmm. see, just um, trying to look at what we might could accommodate. Mm-hmm. But f- as far as those students that have applied for the virtual school, we ask for a year's commitment. Gotcha. Um, and of course, we know sometimes things happen, um, but we at least want them to remain for that semester. But as far as anyone getting ill or anything the, yeah. like that, it's just a case by case. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I like about those
1: options is I think that kids think, Thrive differently in different environments. So you're able to
2: put them in the environment that's going to be best for them. And that's what's so exciting for staff, that, that mm-hmm. we're able to provide this for our students. And um, we can't do remote again. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the state has told us we cannot have remote. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but having this virtual option for our families is, is something that we knew that we needed to yeah. have available. And we've always had virtual, but in a different kind of sense, not, mm-hmm. not a school K-12 virtual.
0: So uh, this is another question that uh, just popped in my head, but you have homeschoolers. And then you have virtual schoolers. Would any of those homeschoolers necessarily be interested? In the virtual? Or they may
2: it, be, and they may have already applied um, yeah. to to be in, in the virtual program. Um, but yes, we do have some parents that have chosen to homeschool, and that, that's that been for years. Yeah, Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but some of those families may have. They may have chosen virtual. Huh. You or know, they may have chosen to come back in person.
0: Yeah. You know, does, though, some you know.
1: of the homeschoolers do get to play athletics, so that might be a reason to continue to homeschool if your child wants to play athletics. Just saying,
0: you yeah. know. So then you have this other big group That's going to come in. How many
2: students are coming back? Do we know? We have um, a little bit over 36,000 students um, in, in our school system. But we're we're thinking that we'll probably have more than that because we mm. had many kindergartners that didn't even come um, mm-hmm. last school year. Mm. And um, over the summer, our enrollment center has seen really high numbers of families coming to enroll and pre-enroll online. Of course, mm-hmm. we won't know the actual number until people actually show up, yeah. until students actually show up on that first day. Um, mm-hmm. So after the first... Um, um, 10 days, we start looking at at our students and, and, and seeing, okay, who actually came, and then we'll have a great count, mm-hmm. but typically about 36,000.
0: Yeah, there's no way the number's going down.
2: No, of I course. mean, because no, it's, it's
0: gone not. up a thousand plus every year. I don't remember the number. Typically but,
2: about a thousand. Yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. So it's not going down.
0: It's not going down.
1: Do you know what I'm glad they didn't have when I was in school? power school because you know every time they're late you know every time scores put in you know you can't skip
2: class like I couldn't have got away with anything with that so and now for our virtual school they have this um, um, new new tool where if a child doesn't show up on their zoom that they can email text Call the parent immediately and say Charlie hasn't shown up yet. Do you do you know where he might be? Hmm. So that's that's going to be amazing for the it's students like, in the virtual. That would have a lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's like they're always watching. They know. Always they always know.
0: So so when I show up to school, do I have to wear a mask?
2: No, we do not have a mask mandate. Uh, we announced, we made that announcement um, some, I think, around May nineteenth, yeah. and um, and we've stuck with that, even with the latest uh, CDC guidance that has been provided um, mm-hmm. yesterday, I believe. Um, it recommended mask in high um, high areas of transmission, and so for Montgomery County, we're low to moderate level, mm-hmm. and so as it stands right now, our mask uh, mask we will not have a mask mandate, Who, a universal uh, mask mandate, in families are allowed to make the decision yeah. that's best for their for their child or their household regarding masks, mm-hmm. that would be totally up to our families. They can
0: wear a mask if they want if to. They if they
2: wanted want to. to, they can. Yes, sir, they and can. And
0: then uh, who who does the mandate? Is it the mayor? Is it the state? Who, who comes up with it for the school the system?
2: We would, um, we would want guidance from our local health mm-hmm. department or yeah. our Tennessee health department. Okay. If, if our decision changes, we would want to have uh, guidance from them.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair enough. Mm-hmm.
2: And right now, um, they have not provided guidance that we need to um, have our students and staff um, wear masks. Hmm. So... Before we closed, is there
1: anything else you want to share about the school year? Anything you want to tell our listening audience?
2: I just want everyone to know how excited we are to begin this school year mm-hmm. and uh, are so anxious to see our boys and girls come in our buildings and um, play on the playgrounds and go in the cafeterias and um, just be on our campuses. We're just, we're anxious for that mm-hmm. day. Um, we've missed them. Um, this has been about a year and a half or so. Uh, without our students uh, being in person, I mean, we had them last year, but of course, we were under you know certain restrictions last year. So we're just excited to um, start this school year in our yeah. new normal. That's right. Well, well yes. I want
0: to say I appreciate what you and your staff, and all of the teachers, and janitors, and I everybody agree. that works there. You. You've got four thousand plus employees.
2: About about fifty one hundred. Oh,
0: see, oh, I'm, there you I'm go. Fifty one hundred
2: employees, thirty six anyway, thousand students. That's not a
0: small task, no. and and it takes every one of them to make it happen. So we. We'll and behind you
1: every one of today. those students is a parent that thinks they have
2: no best, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> that is true, but it's all good, and 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 we accept that responsibility, and are pleased to be able to have, um, you know, this for our students, and so we're excited. So thank you for inviting us to come. Thank you, and and talk with you guys today.
1: I can really tell that you have a heart and passion for these kids, and so Charlie and I really appreciate that. Especially me. Thank you. Your kids already gone. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. It's been about thirty-eight
2: years for me in the field of education, and so just getting started. I I I am just getting started, and so I happen to be one of those persons that loves going to work every day. Mm -hmm. So just excited. Yeah, me too. Thank you for joining us. Thank
1: Thank you. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, so you don't miss out on a single conversation.